Hey there. Welcome everybody to what is our very first Janiman International Live podcast, a lovely forum that we're going to discuss interesting facts about Janiman, the fandom, our obsession, ourselves, and so many interesting things. I hope you enjoy the ride. I'm joined by three fabulous women, Rada and and Leanne. Welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you. So glad to be here. Let's start this. Hey, ladies. So here's the first question I wanted to pose to you all. Who's brushing up on their Italian skills and ready to hop a plane to Italy? <laughs> <laughs> this is. I've been on day 250 of Duolingo um, learning Italian. I actually first brushed up on my Spanish and then I moved to Italian. I'm getting pretty good at it. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the only words I know remember from high school but I'm seriously looking into it I'm getting ready I know that at one point the group was thinking about hopping a plane to Turkey I think it's to meet our fellow I think it's safe to say that uh, we moved on and pinned our sights on the dynamics have changed with uh, Yaman's move to Italy to say the least. Well, so. aren't we all going to the wedding? Hey. <laughs> Precisely. What wedding? Oh my gosh. Who's getting married? <laughs> I think the segues I'm, I'm already dieting. We... I'm getting ready. <laughs> segues into what we kind of wanted to talk to, right? That I'll get ready and go to that wedding. Yeah. Fake I... or not, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Crash and fake weddings in 2021. That's got to be. Let's talk about the fake wedding. Yeah. <laughs> about the fake wedding that I'll be fakely attending. All right. <laughs> so here's the question. What were you all doing when you heard when the news broke that Yaman had proposed? What were you doing and what was your initial reaction? Anyone um, remember? Yeah, I remember. It was um oh let me think. It was around two o'clock in the morning. I may or may have not been on the phone to someone at the time. Yeah. Um I was 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 chatting away and I wasn't surprised. In well, actual fact I think I rang you, Anne. I think so. I think we were talking about oh somebody's in the car. Could they possibly be headed north, you know, that whichever direction yeah. is. But north. even before that I um sort of called it a little bit, maybe a little bit earlier than most. Yeah. I had a bit of an inkling that he was in love and that something was cooking. Yeah, there were a few hints that led up to it. I mean, I think we even talked about it and, you know, I think it was one of the songs that he had posted and the lyrics kind of indicated that there was something in the air that was different. <laughs> and it felt like romance, but nobody could really pin it, you know, what was going on. But it wasn't much longer that it, it all came out and broke. Yeah, I don't remember what I was doing or, or anything like that, but I um, wasn't surprised because of Carmen, Yeah, to be honest. Really? But, you know, yeah, I was not surprised because you had literally said it probably a month ago, but, you know, a month earlier, yeah. but you had, you had said it. You had said it, and I thought, huh, she's probably right. And so I think deep down when I did hear it, I kind of wasn't surprised really at all. And just happy for him, you know? I think this is goodness. Yeah. It's so, you know, it was rough for him, I think, in Turkey. Mm -hmm. I think there were lots of expectations. I think there were a lot of the whole he's a playboy thing, whether or not that was really true. 
you know, 31 year old man, of course, you know, he's going to have women hanging all over the place or um, maybe women in and out of the cars when he leaves his nightclubs and, and what have you. But, you know, again, 31 year old, really handsome looking guy. <laughs> I think he deserves, you know, to, to be happy and to fall in love with someone. Yeah. And so I think it's great. Yeah, I think I was um, parched on Facebook, on a Facebook chat with Carmen when it came out, <laughs> the news came out, and I was very, I think I was um, surprised, I was a little, I mean, uh, yes, we had talked about it leading up to it, that something was brewing, something was going on, but I think I was more overwhelmed by the fandom reaction than the actual news itself. It, I was just really I was very happy for him, but very sad that, you know, so many participants in the fandom reacted the way they did. It was very disheartening. I don't know. That just really kind of turned me off a little bit from certain platforms, a.k.a. Twitter. (laughs) And obviously him, too, because uh, he was gone pretty quick. Yeah. Well, he actually left before the news broke, and that was just shortly after photos were released of her when we first got a look of who she was Mm -hmm. Um, that's when things really turned very stormy on twitter and things got really nasty so i think he departed quite quickly but um Mm -hmm. yeah look um i i I was not surprised i'll be honest with you for those of you who have known me for a while i've called that he would definitely be with a foreign lady and it would be sometime this year Yes. Yes. Why do do you all think the fandom reacted so poorly to it? I think it has a lot to do with um, unfair expectations. I think a lot of them have trouble discerning between the man and the characters that he plays. Yeah, specifically between him and John Divot, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it took John Divot six months, a year, three years to propose to Sanam, but that doesn't mean that John Yaman, the man, has to, you know, fall in love according to fans' expectations and, you know, it's just beyond me. That's my take. I agree with that. I think so many people had watched him as that character and really lived that character that as you say, just they, they stop realising that it's actually not a Turkish drama or a series per se, but someone's real life and in real life people meet. In real life people move in really quickly. In real life people make quick decisions, you know. Some people do and they're very successful at it. You know, they end up having very happy unions. Right. So one thing that I, I find interesting is that people to me, assume how fast it was. Like, how in hell do we, do you know how long it took? For all we know, they were meeting and getting to know each other months ago or even, hell, who knows, years. We don't know. So I think it's really weird to presume to know, you know, anything like that. For all we know, she may have contacted him he may have contacted her. It could have been last year, could have been the year before. They could have just been friends all that time. You know, they may have had a common interest, like, you know, he's a soccer fanatic, she's a 
you know, the, the darling of soccer in Italy where soccer is a religion. They may have met through mutual friends. She's in front of a camera. There's lots of people that they share as mutual friends. You know, it could have happened and it may not have been a romantic meeting or friendship. As you say, they could have well and truly developed that. And throughout the COVID saga, it could have been remote and really they established a nice bond. I think I was just surprised how judgy people were. Yeah. You know, about even the timing, her in general. You know, and, and yes, it yeah. does lead back, I think, to the character that he played and how, it, you know, they only wanted him to be with Demet or Sanem. They could say either name and, you know, they're interchangeable in, in my opinion. And so, also hey, weird. Yeah, I know, huh? Um, but I think I was just surprised that people were so judgmental. It's not their life. They're not his friend. They're mm-hmm. not his mother or father. And yet they, you know, sort of had an opinion about everything yeah. he was doing. And it's so bizarre to see them posting that sort of thing, too. You know, well, his mother would never do this or that, or, you know, his father would never approve of... Well, it's like, you don't know. You don't know from the hole in the ground what his mother or father would do. That's so ridiculous. Right, yeah. And um, I think it kind of brings up your point, uh, Leanne, brings up an inter- interesting dichotomy in that Ikernzikus was so brilliant and effective in making us all feel like we know each other, know the actors as real people. I mean, I think that's a beautiful thing that it, it had that kind of effect and many more effects. We've talked about that in the past. But at the same time, it kind of fuels these crazy expectations. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a mixed bag there. <laughs> he did a really effective job as an actor, apparently. Too effective yeah. to the point. And also his, his apparent accessibility as well. Yes, absolutely. People believe they're, you know, yeah. that's why people believe they know him, I think, is because he was mm-hmm. so accessible on that screen and made us feel like, you know, he did a great job making us feel like we know him. But here we are. Yeah, and I don't want everyone pissing him off so that he disappears from all his platforms <laughs> you know because then we won't see anything if uh if people continue yeah. to be you know if they continue to bully and be so mean about yeah. certain things um you know again i bring up the whole this because it makes me laugh every time and i read it in a couple of different forums all the time about how he's secretly married to Demet. Right. <laughs> and it makes me laugh and it's probably one person who read it somewhere and just keeps spreading that same rumor over and over and over oh, again. Oh, no, it's a Believes it. Or people, a whole host of people believe it. It's a tribe. Yeah. <laughs> there is a leader to yeah. that tribe. Oh, God. They live in some land. And they blow up smoke circles with all sorts of messages that only me I understand. That's not past tense. People still think that. They do. Yeah. This is all for publicity. and They're just selling something. They're selling, what is it? They're selling horse riding. <laughs> yeah, like, are you kidding me? That was a good oh one. Well, today's yeah. a photo that he, his selfie that he did in the leather jacket on the train. Um, yeah. so then he posted after that a picture of her. He was watching her um, on his mm-hmm. phone at, the, at a soccer stadium. And one group pointed out that picture. They pointed out the chair across from him was different than the chair he was sitting in. 
So they believe that the photos were taken at different times, again, to prove that this is all a publicity story. Come again? <laughs> and I just scrolled past that page really fast because I couldn't. I just, I, uh, I just oh can't. Why would they do a publicity stunt? I just don't yeah. understand. If someone yeah. could explain to me why some clever people in the boardroom got together and thought, hey, strategically, for at least six months, this is a really good publicity stunt, mm-hmm. and therefore I urge you two humans, do your very best to convince people. You know, they're both pretty popular in Italy. I don't think they need the publicity, but, yeah, it, yeah. it's so stuck on that it not, made me laugh i mean i'm not gonna pre- pretend that there aren't celebrities who do that but for the, in this particular case it doesn't make sense i mean no. but let's unpack that the celebrities that do it do it for what because there's got to be a cause right mm-hmm. are they image building are they image cleaning are they what, what is the reason there's something usually that Somebody, as you said, in very clever boardrooms, says, "Right, this is our only way out." Yeah, image. Some management says, "Do you two have got to do this because this is, you know, life saving?" Why? Why? I just don't see it in this case. I mean, I mean, if you Google, there's a few of those list celebrity or um, list articles about celebrities who have done it in the past. For I think Kim Kardashian came up for her her fake marriage of however many hours it was but i still can't nail down why she you know i don't know (laughs) as funny as that sounds i get that because they're in reality shows so Mm. you fast run out of tricks in that space so you need to always ramp it up yeah that makes sense that that's a reality show you know the script is is it, it needs content Right, and it needs sensational content week to week. Neither of these two are in reality shows. There is also, there does seem to be a little bit of a trend, I think, in some of the Dizzies, especially where people just assume that the leads are together. You know, they did that with with oh, what was the what was the big show before it came out with the first artist and um, was Carolic Ask. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. And they assumed they were. And they assumed that Sarah and, uh, not Sarah but um, Karam and Hande are now. You know, they're always promoting that. You know, and they're always like, oh, are they together? Are And I guess it's, you know, supposed to make the fandom more interesting. You know, and who knows? But it's, I don't know. I just but this know. isn't a show. And even uh-uh. if you were to say, well, he played Bayanlish, and in Bayanlish yeah. he pretended that they were married because, you know, he needed to serve a purpose and she needed, you know, mm-hmm. once again, blowing those lines between what's a busy and what's reality. But yeah. at the end of the day, this man is, the logic of it from where I see it, he's in a foreign land, a guest of that land. He's doing a very, a, 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 a unique show and a unique opportunity to do that show. I don't understand why he would go into a fake relationship and jeopardise yeah. all of that. It makes no, no. sense. Me. He could have just been single. He has been for the last two years. Honestly, I, I haven't been vested enough to go track down any argument that you know any of these people are using as supporting <laughs> evidence. I, <laughs> I, ha- I can't think of a single thing off the top of my head that justifies anyone doing this or these two doing this. Yeah, um, and I'm not compelled to look for you know answers because. Um, 
you know, what a waste of time. <laughs> and can I also say that when you do these things, there's, okay, you and I can easily do them, or perhaps he and her can easily do them. Fair enough. He's an actor. She's in front of the camera. They've got some skill sets there. But you're talking about they take on that journey of the so-called mock or the, the so-called fake marriage. They take on their entire families. They take mm. on the entire entourage. Everyone else has to play that game as well. It's a lot of people to be in agreeance. Yeah. See, people are, all those people are getting paid. <laughs> so that's why they're doing it because they're just yeah. paid employees. And who's footing this bill? That's that's the next question. If that were the case, yeah. who, who's and what's their gain from it? And I don't think anyone has really picked that picked it apart to say they the stuff I've seen mostly on Instagram to be honest on different accounts has been that she wants the publicity that oh, she's looking for the publicity because I think they don't understand that she is extremely popular in Italy she's extremely they, popular worldwide right exactly um but you know she has a huge fan base and I don't think a lot of the um people that are talking about this really understand that that's right. my take. Right. You know, um, that go goes back to um, uh, something that you touched on was um, the judgment and criticism of her as a whole. It's very interesting. This is going to be a whole other, whole other show topic, but the fact that this woman appears to be as ambitious and intelligent and cap equally capable as him. I'm just really curious to know what, if she's not the one in their eyes, who is? I mean, we know, <laughs> we know people are going to pitch out Demet, but I'm just saying in general, I'm just really baffled at the hate. Um, mm -hmm. It's just weird okay. and extreme and pathetic. Yes. Well, I don't think they'd be happy with anybody, you know, in the end. I don't think they'd be happy really with anyone. It's just all, you know, some of them are stuck in the, the Met thing. And I try and tell myself all the time, there's a whole bunch of people who are just watching a Kenzie for the first time, like have never seen it before and are just watching on, on our episode number, you know, nine or whatever. And so they're seeing it for the first time. And, and then I remember what it was like for me getting sucked into all that and like oh my god they're so great together you know and you really wanted to believe it but at the end of the day i knew it was a a show i knew they were actors <laughs> right and even if they did have a relationship off camera great but you know i was more into those characters and the, the lives they were leading and probably yelling at my computer all the time thought oh my god they just need to talk to each other right um, <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days, weren't they? <laughs> Please just talk to each other. Um, so, anyways, I you know I do try and empathize a little that maybe these fans um, are just new and and they just read one thing and they just buy into it because they're just so you know like sponges just you know trying to soak it all up and and so I get that part of it too. But there are some fans out there that I I really would like to take. There are also a lot of cultural differences across oh, the entire yeah. fandom. Okay. And translation errors yep. and yeah, there's all sorts of things. It, there's a lot that contributes, that is true. Ladies, I, I wish I could be so open-minded, and <laughs> but I just have a hard time with the the age demographic, yeah. you know, let, let, like let's literally pinpoint who we're talking about here. I think the median is leading up to middle-aged women, or at least women in their mid-30s and older. 
from my experience. Yeah, I would agree. Regardless of culture or language, there's common sense. (laughs) So (laughs) what in what culture is it okay to badger this man to try and bully his his um, fiance and disrespect him in this way. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. And some of it's the anonymity that people feel on Twitter, Facebook, even, Mm -hmm. or, you know, Instagram where you can not show your face and you're just a name that, you know, that you could even change. Um, And so people don't really know who you are. Uh So they feel maybe a little bit more bold that they could say and do anything. Yeah. You know, so I, I do think that's some of it, too, is that I, did, didn't someone pose, would you say this to him, to his face or her face? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody posed a question like that, that, you know, would you actually mm-hmm. say these things to her, yeah. um, to her face and to, to him about his choice? And, right. you know, and some people said, yeah, I would. And it's like, OK, well, then, you know, go back to your little trailer park. Right, your little fantasy world where you're not going to get punched in the face. The truth is, I'm in a very comfortable position of never being able to get in front of him anyway. So there you have it. In reality, if they were fortunate enough to get in front of him, I guarantee you they wouldn't say it. Nope, they wouldn't. Because the trip to seeing him would be long and, and very exciting. And I'm sure when they got in front of him, they'd have more positive things to say. Or probably not say anything. So yeah, yeah. But it could just be drawing. Look, mm. in a lot of minds, and I think I said on Twitter as well. Twitter was Twitter was dirty side. That was you know the the time activity. You know there was a lot of fans on there who, quite frankly, I think they thought that he was their boyfriend, mm-hmm. and they feel cheated. You know they feel dumped. They feel. You know, they're having the same reactions that you would have if, in actual fact, you were cheated on or perhaps your boyfriend left you for someone else. You know, there is no difference. So that just goes to show that. And, and, and again, it doesn't matter about the age there, although that's a younger audience um, than perhaps some other social media platforms. But, yeah, they, these, these ladies were burnt. They were, these fans were cut. You know, I did find it extraordinary, though, because one of the things I said when he was single and certainly as he was doing UK, I did say that, you know, it really pays for him from lots of reasons to stay single and the day that he wouldn't be single would be the day that, you know, the earth would almost tilt on its axis. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it did for a moment. (laughs) Yeah. I think it did. I think we may have felt a jolt. Well, that's an interesting phenomena there. Um, I think that's that's probably the most valid <laughs> explanation for um, this that I've heard this entire however many uh, weeks or months it's been since all this came out about feeling gutted and dumped as if he was your real boyfriend. That's interesting and understandable, I think, to a degree, Definitely. to a degree. But, you know your reaction and what you do with it, that's something totally different. Absolutely. And that's where you get different levels of emotional maturity, certainly emotional intelligence. Um, And again, it's an onboarding system. You know, the emotional maturity and the emotional intelligence kicks in from the moment you start admiring him for whatever reason. And really, it should still stand up, you know, throughout the journey. 
Um, and clearly for some of these ladies, they didn't have it to begin with. Therefore, the expectation that they should have it now um, is, is probably, it, it, it's probably not warranted. It's, it was never there to begin with. You know, they went hard. Some of them went hard. Therefore, they fell hard. I sometimes wonder if they even watched him as an act. You know, there were certainly times when I thought, oh, I'm sure these guys are well and truly forgotten he's an act. That's actually a really good point because I did see something today where somebody asked what else he's been in other than <laughs> EGL. Wow. Well, yeah, and my, my first thought was, okay, first, you can't Google it and have right. you not heard of IMDb either. Um, but they really had no idea what else he'd been in. Wow. And that surprised me a lot. And I thought, Okay, well then you are a new fan, you know, and they didn't they yeah. weren't saying anything bad. They were just asking what else he'd been in and I thought, What rock have you been under? Right. <laughs> but you know, again, new fan just finding him, I suppose, but it was just right. it made me laugh because I thought, Wow, okay, Google. There's such a thing as Google. Right. That's usually the first thing I run to when I find someone I'm yep. mm-hmm. you know, captivated by or whatever. Absolutely. Maybe they maybe they weren't there yet. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I think I did a Google search on him as I watched the first scene that he came out on at the end of whatever episode it was. Um, and by the end of that episode, I think I knew about everything I needed to know. I probably even knew the name of his dog when he was 10. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you know, end up knowing way too much. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes, you know, in my position, and I guess, guys, we, we've got so much depth, you know, and, and that's the beauty of those of us that have been around for a while is we have this rich depth of knowledge and we've walked through the journey, you know, we've seen him do IG stories, we've seen him comment back and forth, we've seen him interact and, you know, everyone else just has to live by what we tell them really and believe what we tell them so we're really privileged um, in that space but um yeah some fans just don't want to know they just really sit on that surface layer and um they don't add any depth to anything they don't want to get to know him you know they're happy to be told Mm -hmm. and people tell them that he's secretly married to demet well then he must be right right and that's, I think, yeah. where people get caught out, you know. There's so many people who don't understand these platforms. They don't understand the validity of them, if that's the right word to say. Mm-hmm. They don't understand yeah. how to legitimise something. They don't understand what's authentic. They don't know what a blue tick account is. They don't know who's real or not real. You know, if the picture looks better than mine, well, it must be the real thing. You know, they they don't, some of them don't even know what an edited photo is or cannot differentiate between a real photo and what's edited. So there's so much to consider in that space, you know, in this whole minestrone, for want of a better word. There's a lot that, you know, people are exposed to and they just don't take the time, you know, it's, on YouTube, so it must be real. Right. It's on Facebook, so it must be real. Twitter told me so, so it must be real. And that mm-hmm. you're fighting against. You've got that multi-layered. You know, you've got to first tell them that what you're looking at is actually not real, and that's 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 a thing to embrace in itself. And then you've got to tell them that what they've actually read is not real. So there you go. Well, yeah, and if you don't have common sense and critical thinking skills, then you're even in a bigger hole. Yeah. You know, there's so. not a lot of that around. 
you're you're gonna yeah. believe you're gonna believe what you read or what you think is real. And I also don't think that mm-hmm. people understand that he's sharing things with us that he wants us to see. Right. right? He's picking and choosing, and he is a smart man who is purposely posting certain things. Yes. And we don't know when some of these pictures were taken or some of the video he did. Mm-hmm. You know, we can guess because maybe we're savvy enough to see the outfit he was wearing and what have you. But, you know, they could be a couple of days apart. He could have saved something. You know, again, it's what he's deciding to show us. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't think they realize that either. Absolutely. You know, people are always very surprised when I say, well, you know, could be from his camera roll and the concept mm-hmm. of what you mean it's on his camera roll just goes over their heads mm-hmm. and he wouldn't do that yes he would because i do it and i'm <laughs> not a superstar <laughs> um, and doesn't everybody you know there's a term saying you know may your life be as good as your instagram page <laughs> yeah truly people don't put everything out on instagram it is truly something that's manicured and landscaped and organized and calculated and he would be no different absolutely no different but you know you certainly know because what he's doing right now is not something that he's done in the last year two or three if you've been hanging around for that long um he's sharing some things in his private life that he certainly has never done before you're seeing aspects of him in this private and unique moments that he's never done before so yeah, it's a special journey, really very special. Well, and we're lucky he wants to share it. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, one also must remember that above all, he's also a human being who mm-hmm. has, you know, family and friends and just like you and me who share our own stories on Instagram or whatever platform you prefer. You know, we do so knowing that, you know, I've got family overseas or et cetera, et cetera. So he's no different. Uh-huh. Absolutely no different. Yeah. It's all been very interesting and quite the ride he's taken us on. You know, like uh, Leanne said earlier, I only hope that he uh, continues to allow us to be a part of the journey. And um, uh, a lot of these fans who have allowed their passion to cloud reality a little bit, you know, maybe they'll hear this <laughs> broadcast and consider it an intervention of sorts because <laughs> we certainly don't want to miss anything, you know, at all. I know I don't. <laughs> yeah, you know, even in his way of sharing, he's so he's so considerate to his fans, you know, for every photo that he shares that is personal and dear to him, that are moments between him and her, he replies with seven other postings that are just for his fans. Right. Because he right. is just intuitive enough to know that, you know, we still want to see him. Mm-hmm. He's not throwing her down our throats. He's just being very mindful and very kind and mm-hmm. totally accessible to fans as he's even on the ground outside his hotel room. You see that every day. Mm-hmm. You know, at every opportunity he stops. So, Nothing's changed. In fact, you know, I know I said this to Anne in some moments and, and certainly some time ago. I love him in love, you know. I think he shared more now than he's ever shared before. You know, I was around when he onboarded, as you all were, for Bionlish, when he built Bionlish around the EK days. 
yeah, sure, he shared his videos and what have you of workouts, but, you know, he's really, really sharing a lot. Like each and every day I did a small calculation. He shares around three to four posts a day. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. So, yeah, it's not like you've got nothing else to do with me, yeah. So, you know, it's, um, he's proud of where he is, you know, and why wouldn't he be? You know, he's learning some phenomenal skills. He works with some great folks. He's in a wonderful country that, you know, has embraced him. And, you know, he's sharing that excitement. So I really well, hope that, you know, fans just stop for a moment and think, I'm really enjoying this ride. I'm really enjoying this. Well, if you look at how much joy he has, apparently, you know, the, the videos, especially with the stunt work that we're seeing, you know, he's having a blast. So refreshing to see that instead of that relentless grinder that we had of all the bad news for a while. It's delightful. And I, 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 I don't know. I'd like to say that if and when they do get together, and it'll be rather soon as as married couple, I think they'll be a fun couple. I think we're going to see some really good times from those two. Definitely. I think they'll work out together. I think they'll cook together. I think they'll do all kinds of things together, to be honest. Yeah. When they'll even the get chance. a fluffy pet together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, ladies, in <laughs> speaking of lulls and fillers, what are you doing <laughs> during the Yaman drought, as we like to call it? Uh, what else is going on with you? What are you doing in the to cure your pandemic blues? Well, I purchased the Sandakan book. Um, there or three of them. I don't know. I think there are more, but I purchased the first three with the intent of maybe reading them before uh, this little uh, mini-series of his comes out. Um, so I, I will read them eventually. And then uh, still trying to get into some of the other Turkish disease. Mm-hmm. I'm watching old ones, to be honest with you. I'm watching a couple of new ones, but I'm watching some old ones more so than anything um, now that the Fun Network TV is uh, back. I, I'm finding that uh, all the ones I was watching are still there, and so I'm picking some of them up again. But uh, new ones, I am watching uh, the one with uh, 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 Serke Tintuchu, uh, the Masu Masumiet, or is that how you say it? Innocence is what it's called. Um, it's a gold film production on Fox, and he's kind of a bad guy right now. I like and I don't like. It's a hard show to fast forward over. Because they go back in time. Um, so I can't always fast forward something because I'll miss the whole scene. Um, but they'll, you know, go back to two months earlier or two weeks earlier this happened. Um, and so it's, it's actually not bad. I've seen two, the first two episodes. Um, and I'm hanging in there with it because I do, I do like the scenery. There's, you know, a house right on the Bosphorus by the bridge uh, that the main characters live in and, uh, it's it's kind of it, it's very dramatic, and so I'm I'm waiting to see where this goes because once the sort of mystery is solved, I don't know how this could go on for you know more than ten shows. Mm-hmm. What's really interesting, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I just actually um, found out about it today. But okay, this is very interesting to note that um, this actor is um, the actor who co-starred with John Yaman in Bayanulish. Bayanulish was his, wasn't that his first role ever, um, coming no, coming off Survivor? Am I wrong? No, no, he was in a couple other um, things. No, he was in, he was in Aphelia. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. 
But he was his character's Volcom in that, and he was this sort of surfer dude, kind of goofy guy. Oh, okay. A little bit more like Ozan, and then the character he's playing now is much more, you know, CEO in a company under his father, and he wears really nice suits and Wait, his that hair, you... hair is well done. Do you guys think it's really uh, super fast that he became the lead in a Disney, even you know, with those small roles that he he did before? Is this common? Is <laughs> am I just crazy? I think as a mid-season type replacement show, though, he was available. Like, how many actors were really available, mm-hmm. right? When they had some shows that don't work out, so there's a few actors here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I bet you he was just more available. And, he, you know, he's a handsome guy, and he is a good actor. And so I think he just fit the the role well enough. Um, yeah. You know, what's her name? Uh, Iram Kimya uh, Gokchi. She is in this, you know, Polen. She's his sister, so they picked up those two from BY um, and put them in this in this mm. show. She's only had like two lines though, and is just sitting at a dinner table most of the time. Um, <laughs> so we haven't seen her in you know midriff bearing outfits and tight skirts. She's just been at a dinner table, and he, um, although he's kind of a main character. He's not really billed as one of the main characters. It's the older people, the parents that are the main characters. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, and and he's in jail. I won't. Gi- I'm not giving too much away. He's in jail right now, so that's <laughs> also why we go back in time so we see him out of jail. Okay. <laughs> he's, his character's kind of in jail, and and he's not. He doesn't say many words yet. He has had scenes, and he has words, but he's his he's kind of a very quiet, sort of reflective character that. Just sort of, you know, they just zoom in on him looking at you um, a lot. <laughs> I see, I see. I, I've seen him in a lot of the advertising and um, yeah. posters, so that's why yeah. I assumed that he was um, one of the leads. Yeah, but, and he is, but I, but I would say, like, I think the parents are more so the, the kind of focus about the conflict and, you know, just the way they're raising the kids and, and so forth and the money and not having money and yeah it's it's an interesting there's a lot of characters too right now but it's it's again i'm giving it a chance it's just such a commitment the two hours yeah. for every mm-hmm. show you commit to and so you know i i'll watch it but if it starts to go south i might just give up listen you said two hours but please count the two hours of watching it with sub- subtitles and then the additional right, two right. hours <laughs> Watching it without subtitles. I mean, if you're really into it, in yeah. You know, yeah, but that's where I'm. One must not forget the 300 hours of commercials. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Interesting point that you mentioned, and um, I've always long believed that sometimes some of these script writers and you know directors, dizzy makers, for one of a better word, I-, I reckon they watch other series and whilst they're watching the other series, they already think of other storylines and who should play what. So, you know, it's interesting that they've picked up this fellow straight off the bat of By Unleashed. Certainly he, I'd say, playing along Jean Yaman. And this is a phenomenon that I just want to say because this is what I believe it is. I think if you play alongside Jean Yaman, you automatically become engulfed the stardom and you do get propelled forward 
for one of a better word, just by more exposure by being part of his phenomena, you know, his fandom, his social media, you know, his trend. I mean, I've never heard of this fellow, but let me assure you, there are people who follow him now, and it's purely because he starred next to Jean Yaman. It's almost like you get discovered. So often you get this argument, and I know that I've bantered backwards and forwards with a few interesting uh, answers <laughs> over, you know, was, did Jean Yaman become famous because of Demet Ozdemir in her Kush, or did Demet Ozdemir become famous because of Jean Yaman? Maybe this is a podcast that needs to happen so that it can be expanded on. Yes. Um, and, and certainly it's, it's, it's worth deep dive. I truly believe that she became more famous because of him. I think when you look at Bayamish and you see who he's actually taken in on that ride, who got swooped up and elevated, it's quite obvious that Osgay has a much higher platform now on social media and in followers and in fan base, as does this fellow, mm-hmm. as does Anil, as does a few others. So, yeah, I, I still think that if you're acting next to Jean Yaman and the fandom embraces you and loves you and takes you on board, you certainly get to higher places. Perhaps also meant for another podcast is the dichotomy in what you just said, Carmen, versus the short end of the stick that Yaman seems to get his popularity with the fandom across nations versus the, you know, prime example by, by Yanulish getting dropped for it, the same ratings that Sin Cal Captain has flourished on <laughs> for the last 30 weeks. You know, it's just really a strange phenomena, you know, that this man is so popular and so well loved and yet he gets the short end of the stick. It's very strange to me. Oh, absolutely. Certainly worth the deep dive right there. At the same time, he got the short end of the stick, but look at where it's taken him, right? You know, it seems terrible at the time when it happened, and I wish there was more than 14 episodes because I honestly really liked that show, and I still watch them every once in a while when I just sort of, you know, want to smile. I will watch that show, and yeah, so... Part of me goes, oh, I wish it could have gone to at least like 20 shows. But yeah. if it had, he wouldn't be in Italy right now, right? You know, or at least in theory. I think he was destined to be where he is right now regardless. But yeah. um, that is an excellent point, Leanne. He was, was going to get there eventually, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this has certainly been an enlightening, enlightening talk. I really enjoyed this time with you ladies. It's been so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it again. Yeah, we're we're definitely going to do it again. I think we've come upon at least five different topics to <laughs> to segment off of in the near future. So we're we'll definitely see you, the audience, here again. I'm looking forward to it. It's yeah. been really great, ladies. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. As always, be well. Love you all. Yay! Bye. Take care, everybody. Bye. Signing off. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.